Welcome to the official catch-up. Today I've got Mark McConnell, captain of Civil Service Strollers on. How are you doing, Sparky? Yeah, I'm not too bad, mate. Thanks for having me on. Ryan, how are you getting through this, mate? Hey, I've just been working, really. Um, I'm actually one of the, I guess, fortunate ones who can still go to work during this time. Um, so I have, I've worked 21 days in a row straight, like, good on weekends. So I've, today's my first sort of day off in three weeks. So you're keeping busy then, that's, that's good. Aye, pretty much. I've not really had much chance to do much else, so at least it gets me out of the house, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, and I appreciate you coming on and taking the time. We've we've obviously been trying to talk to you know guys from uh, throughout the league and, and different clubs and whatnot. You're the first guy we spoke to from Civil. Um, how how would you say your seasons went? Uh, been kind of up and down. Like it has been, I suppose, quite a good season in terms of. Uh, players have, we've had available. I mean, similar to last season, we've had a lot, a lot of injuries. I mean, if you look at our, the squad we had at the start of the season, we had quite a big squad. And then, like now, well, from the last game we played against Bonnier, like in the game before that against Gala, we we're really depleted. Um, been drafting boys in for the 20s just so that we have a full bench and things like that. But on the whole, I suppose it's, it's been a, a not bad season, but we know we could have done, like, we could do better. Yeah, yeah, and you speak about injuries. Obviously, Churchy, you know, he was missing, you know, practically the whole season. Sean Turnbull had his his injuries. Chris McKee, likes of yourself, even were, were out for a wee bit. Yeah, um, I mean, Churchy got his operation, so he was always going to be out for pretty much the whole season. I think he's maybe he started running again now, um, so I think he was hoping to come back for a couple of games before the end of the season, so he can look forward to next season. And then Sean was obviously just. Uh, I think he got injured being out on a on his motorbike or on his dirt bike or something, and he's just never fully recovered for it. I think he tried to rush back, and his his knees just not been the same. And obviously, Chris was expecting to be back as well, but I think he's just having problems with his ankles. I think he, he went over it again in training when he was getting back to fitness. And it's just uh, it's been unfortunate, and for myself, I've just had a couple of knocks here and there when I've missed a couple of games, and then I was ill. In February, and I think I missed a couple of games. Um, so I, you sort of pick up momentum again, and then you you root for one game. You're trying to get your full speed back. Yeah, yeah. Has it been has it been tough on the on the guys that have missed out? Are you still in contact with some of the you know the guys that have been injured? I know Churchy was doing the doing the Twitter for a wee bit. Is yeah, taking he's still coming in and, and doing his part at the club when he can, or was it? Aye, so aye, so he's Churchy's always. Wanting to be in a bit of the boys, I think he misses misses not being in the changing room. Um, so he, he comes down to all the games he can, and obviously speaking the group chat and that, and likes of Sean and Chris, they've been around at, tra- at the training ground as well, like just to like, just for a catch up with the boys, maybe even just doing some gym work. Um, so I, they're still still floating about and still trying to be in among, amongst the boys. Good. And are you keeping in contact through this? Or are you still sort of active in your group chats, making sure everyone's alright and and whatnot? Uh, there's been a few mess- there's been a few messages. It's been it's been quite quiet. I think everyone's just sort of doing their own thing and trying to keep themselves as busy as possible. Um, it has been a bit quiet, but um, I think all the boys are well. So I think we're all just sort of it's just sort of trying to cope the best we can, like staying at home and uh, I just keep ourselves busy. And is uh, and is Gary keeping you busy? Is he sending you any instructions on, on what he wants you to do in terms of? Uh, he's been on the phone quite a lot uh, t- 
texts me uh, now and then, maybe once a week, just to just a quick update, just making sure. I'm guessing he's texting all the boys, but just obviously making sure all the boys are still safe and well. And like I've had a couple of messages, just making sure we've not caught the virus and that. But I, th- I think we're all good. Um, and obviously he's he's wanting to know if we're going out runs and keeping ourselves fit um, as best we can. Um, keep ticking over, sort of thing. Yeah, and and how uh, how. How good is the job that Gary's doing there? I mean, several they're you know they don't have one of the the bigger budgets in the league, but they always seem to be you know top six, top eight. Um, you were really unlucky last season, uh, just missing out on top four. Uh, well, against Spartans, obviously, but uh, how how good a job is is Gary doing at Civil? Yeah, he's done a brilliant job. I mean, if you look at where Civil were before he went in, I think they were close to being relegated, um, and obviously. Gary went in, I think he's just installed a bit more professionalism about the club. Um, I mean, even when they were down the bottom before he went in, the players they had, they should have been doing better. I think it was just more a case of maybe some boys not working as hard as they could and working to the best uh, ability. And that's something that Gary gets the best out of players. He just, if you buy into his ideas, then he'll make you a better player. And as long as you work hard for him, then that's all he asks for. And I think that's what he's done. He brings in boys that that will fit fit the group well and that will buy into his ideas and are willing to work hard and yeah, just give their all really. And I think last year we were disappointed because I think we should have got top four. We yeah. should have been in the, the Ironbrook Cup, but I think it was the last three or four games. I think we picked up one point, and if we won one of those games, we would have based on the results that went our way, we would have we would have finished in the top four. So, yeah. Ah, he's done. He's done a great job. To be fair, did uh, I think? Well, I, I was uh, I was at a few civil games last season, um, and I actually I thought you were, were going to do it. But as you say, it was kind of a wee bit um, sort of disappointing towards the end of the season. Were you? I take it. I think you mentioned it there, but I, were you um, a wee bit disappointed yourself in, in the finish? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I remember we were playing gala at home, and we went two one up, and. I think it was really Payton scored a free kick with something like five minutes to go and we drew two all but we missed the amount of chances we missed that game we should have, we should have had it sewn up before that um, and then after that I think we drew drew with Kelty or we got beat 1-0 I think it was I think Kelty scored a late goal again beat us 1-0 or drew I can't can't really remember um, and then we, we were poor against Spartans and the last game of the season Cumbernauld we, we really let ourselves down um, so Looking at those four games, we were we were very disappointed, especially with the Gala game and the chances we missed. Because if we'd won that, the way it worked out, we would actually finish above Spartans and got fourth place. Yeah, yeah, I remember it quite well because I was, well, don't tell Spartans, but I was kind of rooting for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I really was. I, I really liked what I saw. I think, out of, well, I mostly Kelly most weeks, obviously, because I do a bit of media work for them. But um, I did catch a fair few of your games. I remember that game against. Uh, East Stirlingshire at uh, Falkirk Stadium. That was probably one of my most favourite Lowland League games, just for the the drama uh, and the football on display. It was brilliant. That uh, was some game to be involved in. It. That was actually I'd been out for about a month, I think, with my I'd done my ankle against East Kilbride, and that was my first game back. And I didn't think I was going to start because Big Sean had been playing, he'd been doing well, but um, and he put me back in and. I was well. I had to, I had to go off uh, with cramp because it was I was struggling with the pace of the game, and then I think it was Guffrey went on 
scored the winner and I found a new lease of life and everyone just ran down the touchline and we were, we were buzzing <laughs> with that result. <laughs> Yeah, uh, honest to God, I'm not just saying that because I'm speaking to you, mate. I, I do. I have really vivid memories of that. I don't. I've been to so many lonely games, but that's that one always sort of sticks in my mind of how how uh, good it was. And I remember uh, you've, you've probably heard the Mad Bill, the Shire fan, always shouting and whatnot. Oh, they were at the home game because uh, the home game finished four three as well. But he's still in earlier on in that in the season. Um, I think I could hear him that game. <laughs> I just remember being uh, well. I don't think I was even close to him, but I remember him losing losing his voice when he's uh, scored the winner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was brilliant. To be fair, it was a good result that day. It was a good night. Uh, well, Sparky, like a lot of people, obviously might know you from the likes of your time at Edinburgh City, and then you were you were at Bonnie Rig Rose for a wee bit. Um, how how does Civil compare to these clubs? Are you still sort of are you trying to get to? You know, maybe higher up or, or compare yourself to to these sort of clubs that have, you know, Edinburgh City. Obviously, um, Gary was manager off and, and won promotion. Is that something that's realistic to use, guys? I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, Civil's very similar to Edinburgh City from my time there in terms of budgets, um, in terms of obviously Gary being there as well, and try to bring in, try to play the same sort of style that we played when I was at Edinburgh City. Um, I think we actually had, a, I think when I was at City, when I first went to the first team, we had a lower budget than what Civil do now. So it is very similar to City, but Bonnie Rig is completely different. Obviously, when I was at Bonnie Rig, they were junior. Um, there's obviously a bit more money about the junior clubs as well. There's a bit, there was always a sort of bigger fan base, I think, in junior football, just because it's a different style and a different league altogether. Yeah. Um, Obviously, now they've moved over to to Lowland League. Um, everyone's obviously got the same sort of ambition to to progress up through the ranks and make it into the SPFL. So, Bonnerig was different, but in terms of civil, um, it's very similar to Edinburgh City. And I mean, I don't think there's. I think every club should be looking to be the best they can be and try and look look for a promotion to SPFL. Because why else would you be in? And competing in the league if you didn't have those ambitions. Yeah, absolutely. Is it tougher for Lovian teams, obviously, to to sort of get the fans in because there's obviously so many sort of teams within that area. You're you're just down the road from like the Spartans and Edinburgh City. Is it is it tough on a, a team like Civils to to you know maybe build and and get more people in into the uh, Christie Glass Park? Yeah, I mean, I think so. Obviously, as you see, like Spartans and Edinburgh City both just down the road, and there's always there's always going to be a game on at Ainsley Park every Saturday. So whenever we're at home, you know, there's always either Spartans are at home as well or Edinburgh City are at home. So people might be more inclined to go down there. But I think it's just a case of trying to um, advertise the club as best they can on social media platforms and try and get as many people from the local area down to the game. And if they enjoy it, hopefully they come back. Um, so it is difficult. It's going to be difficult for uh, quite a few clubs that play locally if all the, if there's other teams playing at the same time but I mean you just got to try and advertise it the best you can and encourage people to get down and support us yeah yeah and and the fans that you do have there have uh, I think I'm not really seen well I've seen a few games of you this season but I remember your pre-season friendly against uh, Crossgates and your fans that, that do come to to see is they always seem to be quite quite passionate and whatnot which is always great to see yeah, I think most of them are maybe people's mums and dads to be fair, so that'll be why there's a bit more passion. But but no, like the people that we do have um, 
um, a few guys that come follow us every week and yeah, they're, they're always in and around the clubhouse. Um, so I, it's good to, to have those people following you um, and obviously giving us their support every week. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you had a, a fair few sort of hips youngsters on loan, uh, which is, you know, I think it's it's been a case for many years that that sort of happened. You know, guys like Kevin Wall last season and then uh, uh, Ryan Shanley, who I thought, was fantastic for you. He obviously sort of went went on loan at Forfar uh, after his loan was finished for you. But how good are these sort of you know young players and and the Hibs academies? And- yeah, they're brilliant. Um, obviously, you can get some boys that come in on loan. They might not be be interested in playing for a team in the loan league or coming down to to strollers and making that big walk up to the pitch. It, it could put them off. But <laughs> the boys that have came in have been brilliant. They've shown a great attitude and. Obviously, they're good players. They wouldn't be at Hibs if they weren't good players. Um, the Shanley one, I thought I didn't realise that his loan was up and then he was at Forfar because I remember on the I think it was the the Friday night it was announced that he was signing for Forfar and he trained with us the night before and I was a bit like, what's going on? He's maybe playing the loan. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's got loads of ability and if the right attitude, he can he can do well. Um, Skullsies came in, he's been outstanding. Yeah. Um, you look at him and he just looks like a wee boy, but he doesn't play like one. His his attitude's different class, and he's 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 versatile and does what the manager wants, and he, he listens. Um, I he's been he's been really good as well. Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, early on uh, top eleven, I think he was one guy that I sort of highlighted from several several strollers. I think it's I actually think it's hard we use guys because I would say you're a proper team, uh, less so individuals, and I always. Always find it hard to sort of pick out one player. Uh, it's been a it's been an issue for the likes of myself because these guys are such a Aye. a good unit, basically. Yeah, I agree, and I think that's why we've maybe done better than what others expect. And to, to other teams looking in, they might think we've maybe overachieved and done better, but within ourselves, we think we can do even better. So I think that's. The one thing that why we've done so well is because we've got a good group of boys and we we do do well as a team. Yeah, and uh, the talk before all that all this you know uh, coronavirus and whatnot was uh, west of Scotland. We got something you're looking forward to uh, to maybe possibly play these teams if there's a cup competition or, or something put together. Um, yeah, I mean I think I've played against a couple of them before in the past. I've played against Lock and Lake when the time at Edinburgh City. They're a big physical strong team. I also played them with Bonnie Rig and a friendly and again um it's tough teams to play against are um strong, physical and they're in your face and um it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. because um, I know there's a good few teams through the West that have got decent sides, Beef Juniors as well. I think they're a pretty good side through the West as well. Yeah, yeah. I have not heard too much in terms of uh sort of interleague cup competition, but it's something I think hopefully they'll look into. Because uh, I, I would like to see, you know, the old old days of the juniors come back in terms of you know going west coming east and east coming west sort of thing. Yeah, I've not really heard too much about it. Maybe I've just been oblivious to it. But yeah, it would be really interesting, and I guess it would just make all the clubs around us even better, and it would be a even more competitive league if they do have sort of two leagues. Or I don't know what they would do with it if it's just a case of two leagues and then an interline cup, as you say. I don't. Don't know what what will happen with that, but it'll be interesting to see what the plans are going forward. Yeah, and uh, on to the hard question, mate. Obviously, um, I believe if I remember right, you're a Hearts fan, aren't you? Ah, that's correct. Yeah, but uh, 
what what do you think should happen? Uh, I don't. Yeah, I've, I've been hearing hearing different things. Obviously, that you know Celtic will get the title, Hearts will get relegated. That's been more recently, but um, I'm not 100 percent sure if that's going to be the case. Uh, what are your personal thoughts on it, Sparky? Just void the league so we can stay up. And I'm also a, I'm also a, a Chelsea fan for the Premier League. I'm, I, for some reason, I just don't like Liverpool, so it'd be good not to see them <laughs> win the league. But no, I don't know. Like, it's obviously not fair if you avoid the league for the teams. In terms of, I don't know. It's a difficult one. Um, obviously, teams have done well, like Celtic and Liverpool, etc. Like, I don't know. It's just like you can't really rob them of a title that's maybe that they're going to win. But if you can play the rest of the games, that's the best way forward. I think. But yeah, I really, I really don't know. Because yeah. I've heard, I've listened to obviously a couple of the podcasts you've done with uh, asking the same question to other boys. And if they're, I've heard boys talking about a restructure of the leagues, um, I think that would be good for Scottish football. But um, it's the powers that be, it's up to them. I think whatever they decide, it's, it's going to be based on the top league, I think. And then it's a domino effect from that afterwards because you can't do make one decision for one league if it's the top league and then a different decision for other leagues. It's all gonna it's all gonna be a domino effect, I think. So I don't know what's best. Um, it'd be good to see Hearts stay in the league from a personal point of view. It's also it would also be good to see the leagues being finished because like for our league, Kelty Monarig, I'm, I was really interested to see how that was going to pan out. Um, I think everyone was so I think if, if they can find a way of extending the league and even if that means we continue the rest of the season in the middle of the summer, however long it takes and it just delays the following season, then I think that would be the best decision to, to go down or if it's a restructure, but we can still finish the league. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's a hard one. Either either way, basically, whatever they decide, there's going to be teams that are going to be annoyed and, and uh, fans and, and clubs. As you say, though, like you're not going to please everyone. Um, so it is, it is a difficult one, but the best way is to try and finish the league if we can. But whether that's possible or if they can look at extending it and then, I don't know, delay next season, I think that's probably the best way to go around. That way you keep everyone happy and it's the fairest way. But yeah. we'll see what happens, I guess. And I'm sure there'll be more talk about it in the coming weeks and surely a decision will be made shortly, hopefully. Yeah. Well, I... Want to thank you, Sparky, for coming on. It's obviously great to get a wee bit of coverage for uh, the strollers. I really appreciate you speaking to me, and and uh, yeah, um, all the best, mate. Stay safe and uh, good luck with everything. Perfect. Thanks very much. You too. Cheers.